Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, we're talking about one of my favorite topics today about how you can create profitable products and services. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hello, my lovely. How are you? I hope that you are doing well and I hope that life is good. Yeah. I have been planning for a lot more fun lately. (laughs) If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it. I've been having a few girls nights out, some fun with my hubby, doing some stuff with the kids and really planning for it. I feel like lockdown kind of sucked the joy out of life. And so now I'm just, I'm there, I'm ready. I'm ready for some more fun. I'm ready to connect more with people. We've uh, had our dinner with all of my community, which has been amazing. And so I'm just, you know, making sure that it is in the calendar because time just goes. Time goes and I love my business. I love working in it. I love my clients. But you know something, I also love just having some fun and getting out there that is non-businessy. And I've had so many messages from people saying, oh my gosh, I really need to do this as well. So I'm encouraging you, if you have been lacking fun in your life, then try and book something in, something to look forward to, something that you can do with people that you love. And it could just be a coffee. It could just be catch-ups. It could be regular catch-ups it could be phone calls whatever whatever it is that you need then try and make that happen for yourself because building a profitable business without the burnout is also about having fun in the process so that's what I want you to do that's that's my little thing for today but I'm super excited to be talking about this topic we're talking about creating a profitable or creating profitable products and services in your business I'm going to be sharing some key strategies with you but also I wanted to remind you that we do go deeper into this in Brand Builders Academy which obviously you can come over and check out if you go to suechadwick.com forward slash BBA, come and work with me, come and join the community, come and scale your business, be more profitable, step up as the CEO and make it happen. That is what we're here to do. So come over and say hi. But listen, this is such a great episode. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. So let's dive in. So I have this conversation with a lot of clients where they are doing what they're doing. They're selling their products and services, but they're not making the money that they want. And then when we dive deeper into it, I can see why. I can see that the products and services that they have have not been created in a way that means that they will be profitable. And so that's what I want to take you through today and really start to talk about. Now, in episode 165 last week, we talked about surveying our customers as well. So once you understand what your client's desires are, because we've now spoken to them 
and they've told us what they want and the needs are, then your products and services should align as well. And so the three elements of a profitable product are problem-solving products. So it is what your customers want. Number two is value-based pricing and packaging, which we'll talk about. And number three is desired-based selling. And so I would just love to ask as well, like when you talk about your products and services, when you sell to your customers, are you really selling? And what I mean by that, it's not about being salesy. It's about like, do you love your product so much? Do you believe in your product so much that you are really sharing what's amazing about it? Are you tapping into their desire to have this thing? What's it going to do for them? Why are they going to buy it? How's it going to make their life better? So just, I would love to know, like, are you thinking a little bit, like when you write a product description, are you like giving it jazz hands? That's like my little, (laughs) that's my little, are you just like, um, this is what it is. This is what you get. These are the dimensions, like whatever. Or are you selling it to me? I always call it, you know, dripping chocolate on words. It's like, is it like amazing? Are you, does it just sound awesome? So really have a think about that too. So graduation systems is one thing that you can have. So when you create graduation systems, you make it easy for your clients to solve their problems at different levels and keep working with you. What does that mean? It means that I attract a certain type of person. When I attract a certain type of person, the things that they want based on what I offer is that they their number one problem is that they want to be more profitable. They want to understand how to run their business really well, how to market themselves, how to become more confident, et cetera. We talked about that. So Brand Builders Academy does that. The second thing that a lot of my clients, not all, but a lot of them want to do is become better speakers. And so I've been speaking since I was 16 years old. I was on the school debate team uh, and I have been a conference speaker for many years, both in corporate and now in my own business. And I work with a lot of leaders in business as well as uh, entrepreneurs to help them become more confident speakers. And so a lot of times people go into BBA And then they decide that they want to go into BSC, which is Bold Speakers Collective. And then when I surveyed my audience and they were like, we want to become leaders, we want to scale our businesses. A lot of them wanted to create digital products. I created the Amplify Mastermind. And so a lot of times I attract a certain client that actually goes through all of these things. And so how are you creating products and services that speak to a certain type of person that might solve their problem at different stages of that problem life cycle or, you know, for them and their business as well? So really think about, is there a way for me to create graduation systems in my business if I'm a service-based business? Like if somebody came to me, are there potentially one or two things they could buy from me that would take them from level one to level two to level three? Because then you have to attract less clients, but the clients you have want more of what you give. So that is one thing to have, because then you don't have to spend as much money acquiring a customer. The second time is uh, is for a product-based business is a client type system. So if you have a product-based business, then you can look at how you bundle things according to their needs. And so, for example, and I was working with a client a while ago on this, is that she had a homewares store uh, and she was like, you know, it's just like the profit margin on a single item isn't as big as I want it to be. And we really started to take a look at who her customers were, what what 
stage of life are they? Why are they coming into the store? What's their desire? Yeah, what is it that they're trying to do? And so we then started to take a look at how she bundled specific products so that she met a complete need of a customer. So what do I mean by that? We were like, okay, let's take the um, new homeowner or somebody that wants to create a bit of a wow factor. So let's put in all of these products together and bundle them so that you're selling more. And then when we talk about that bundle, we're building the desire. We're like, you know, call it something like the, you know, the wow factor bundle or something like that, where you're then selling more of your products in one go and you're meeting the client's desires and needs that they just want to buy all of these things that then they can put in their home and it gives them that instant wow factor. Yeah. So think about, can you do that with any of your products and services? Is that something that you could have a think about? And maybe it's like the product and then maybe you've got some other little goodies that could go with it as well. And obviously you'd have to factor it all into the price, um, et cetera. It could be around customer service. It could be around, like we were talking about earlier, loyalty cards. It could be around bundling products so that people buy more of it. It's just about sitting down and really starting to kind of think differently about what else this could look like. Because I think a lot of times we get stuck in what we've always done. Well, this is this is how my customers are. And this is what we've always done. And this is what works or has worked or maybe has not worked. And so we're, we're, I really want you to start to think differently about what you could do that could start to get more people buying from you no matter what you are, whether you're a service or a product-based business. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about was types of pricing as well. So there's three different types of costing that you can start to think about because I change between these. So it's not like this is the only way that you can price. So once again, I'm just wanting to broaden your ideas and thoughts and thinking around this as well because we're talking about how can we be more profitable, yeah? So you have to decide what's going to work best for you based on your business model. But these are the three different types. So obviously you've got um, your cost plus pricing. So for a lot of product-based businesses, it's materials, it's labor, it's overheads, it's total cost. And then your profit margin on top of that. And I think this is where a lot of people, you know, are very conservative And I know, and we'll talk about market um, pricing in just a second, as in what the market will bear, but I also want to, we're going to talk about brand positioning and how your profit margin can be influenced by how you position your brand in the market. And so hopefully I'm sure this all makes sense to you is that let's say you've designed a product and these are the following costs. And then I want to put like a hundred percent profit margin on it. And so now I'm going to add $38. And so it's now $76. Yeah. So it cost me 38 for labor materials and overhead. And then I'm going to make 38 every time I sell it. The next one is market orientated pricing. And so really this is just about the price at the market. So is it what everybody else is selling it for? Am I pricing myself above or am I pricing myself below? Please don't ever price yourself below because you never want to be a business who's in a race to the bottom. You never want to be a business that's in a race to the bottom when it comes to your pricing because all it does is that it cuts your ability to make great profit. And if you're in an industry where it's a race to the bottom, then you need to take a look at either how you position yourself differently, which we'll talk about in brand positioning in a minute, 
um, or you just have to be more creative with how you're, you know, positioning your products, how you talk about it, et cetera. And then the third one is, you know, dynamic pricing as well, which is based on demand. So for example, if you own a toy that is the hottest toy at Christmas and everybody else is sold out, you could potentially sell that toy for a lot more money depending on what it is that you do. Yeah. So it's the demand. If the demand is high, the price will be higher. So those are the different types of pricing. I'd love to know which type of pricing do you currently use? Do you know, is it cost? Is it market or is it dynamic? So let me give you an example. Let's say I'm running an event. So I'm running a big women in business conference and I take a look at all the costs. So for example, the venue might cost $5,000. Catering might cost $3,000. Gifts and goodie bags may cost me $500. And then photography might cost me $2,000 for the day. And then my speakers costs as well. So let's say that when I cost everything out, my all of my costs, including my profit, so how much I want to make sure I'm being paid every day that I'm, you know, working. So I might MC the event. I might also make sure that I'm covering myself and my team for five days of planning, etc. And so let's say that the event comes to say $25,000 in costs. So that's for everything, venue, catering, gifts, photography, me and my team and speakers, etc. Obviously, I'm just making all of these figures up. And so the event has capacity for 100 people. And so I could obviously just divide the 25,000 by 100, which would then be $250 a ticket. So $250 a ticket is what I could charge. So that would be cost, yeah, for, for all of our costs to be covered and for 100 people to come, I'm going to charge $250. I would then cover all those costs. Now, I think that the market would bear even more. So if I had it at an incredible venue, incredible speakers, incredible food, all the rest of it, amazing networking opportunities, then I could probably charge $350 because that would be the market price. So what the market will bear. Now let's say that we've got a hundred tickets, but I know that based on what the event's going to be like, demand is going to go through the roof. So I could potentially put that ticket at $395 or $450. And that would be a dynamic pricing. So let me just say that again. So the cost, if I did pricing options for this event based on everything that we want to do to cover my costs, I could charge $250. The market will bear it being $350. But if demand is high, then I could charge even more. And so this is where you can be flexible with your pricing. And I think Jumbled, the huddle, so, you know, Jumbled Online, they're doing the huddle in September. I think there were 600, 500 or 600 tickets. It sold out in three days. So demand is massive for that event. So what they charge for it would also, they'd be able to be dynamic with that pricing as well. And obviously they would need to take into account all of those different 
costs that they would be spending to run that event too. So you can really start to think about whether you charge cost, market or dynamic. So I think it's just about once again, thinking differently about is the pricing that I have set or can I play with this? And is it the same all the time or is there seasonality in my business where my pricing can fluctuate based on demand? So I just want you, once again, I'm just challenging your thinking. You don't have to do this. You don't have to change anything, but I'd love you to think about do I or don't I? Yeah, what does this look like for me? And so really have a think about that as well. At the end of the day, if you want to make more money, you either have to increase your uh, prices, reduce your costs or sell more. Like those are the three ways that you can make more money. Yeah, and so you've just got to work out if we can't, if the market won't bear us increasing our prices, how do we reduce our costs? Um, Or do we position our brand differently so that the market will bear a price increase as well? Because I can buy a cake and we'll talk about this in a bit. I can buy a cake from two very different cake shops and the brand will determine whether I pay 50 bucks more somewhere or whether I pay 50 bucks less. So we're going to talk about brand positioning, which I think is one of the most important things when it comes to pricing and profitability as well. We can think this will work for some. It may not work for others. I think it's always good to ask the question. So work out what would work for you best or if a combo works. So are you selling the value and building the desire, which we talked about, or are you just kind of plopping it out there and just like whatever happens, happens? Is it a no-brainer for them to buy from you or are they working out if it's worth it? Like, are you a good brand to buy from? Are you the right person? Is this product the right thing? Um, You know, if you can create more value with less products and services, then you can charge more with a higher profit margin as well. When I uh, started my business and a couple of years into my business, I had a whole lot of things. Like I'm talking like eight or nine things. I was running workshops, conferences, doing coaching, um, you know, events. I don't know, memberships, courses, all the rest of it. And what I found is that I had so much out there that my overheads were through the roof, managing it all. I was exhausted and burnt out because I had so many things and not everything was profitable. And so what I did is that um, I basically culled 80% of my business and I stuck with two or three things that were highly profitable, that was stuff that I loved to do and that my customers wanted. And it meant that I had more space to really invest in those things. And I could also price them really well too. So I think the other thing is, is sometimes less is more and just assessing that. Like, is our product mix right, right now? Do we need to assess it, check it, review it? Maybe it's all great. Maybe we need to rethink it. Yeah. And so once again, just one of the things that I do at the beginning of each year is to do that assessment that I was just talking about. Is everything that we've got working for us or do we need to change? Is the business model right? Is everything, is the pricing right? Um, You know, could I make the same money with less products or services so that I've got more time for me and that I've got more time for my clients as well? So just have a think about that. And how are you taking your clients on the journey so that they continue to work with you as well? And so that is around the surprise and delight element. Yeah. Make it an amazing experience. Is the customer journey great? You know, really make it enjoyable for them. Make them feel like you care. 
Yeah, everybody wants to be seen, everybody wants to be heard, everybody wants to be cared for. So really think about how you're doing that as well. And as I've said before, brand positioning is so important when it comes to your profitability. An example I'd love to use is that I can buy a drawstring leather bag from Country Road for $199, great quality, beautiful bag, but I can buy a similar bag from Chanel for $3,200. They're both leather. They've both got lining. They're both from credible stores. But do you know what the difference is? The brand position. Because Chanel's brand position is the best in the market, they can charge $3,000 more for a bag. And so... When somebody says, oh, I don't need professional brand photography, I don't need my website to look good, I don't need a website, Uh, you know, I'll just talk about whatever I talk about, it doesn't really need to be structured and people will just find me. If you do not have a clear brand strategy and position, you will get to where you get to and that might be enough for you. But if you want to grow your business, if you want to be more profitable, if you want to attract more clients to you, then you have to understand that by building your brand, by taking your brand to the next level, that is what's going to help you to be able to charge more. Because when you have a highly trusted and highly valued brand position, you can charge more. The profit margin is more. You will have more customers coming to you and seeking you out. You will have a magnetic brand where you don't have to do the marketing as much because you've already got people who are like, I want to work with you. I want more from you. I want to learn all of your things and buy all of your things. I have had so many clients recently come to me and say, Suze, I actually want everything. Like I want BBA. I want to be part of Amplify and I want the Bold Speakers Collective. And so I created the brand VIP, which is all of those things in one because I've got clients coming to me saying, I don't really want to choose. Can I just do it all with you? Because they service different things. Yeah, because they deliver different outcomes. And so when you build your brand and when you get it to a place that is highly trusted and desired, then you will be able to be more profitable and you will be able to make more money. You will be able to serve more of the clients that you really want to work with. So do not underestimate the power of having a strong brand position. If you've got any questions on that, you can send me a DM on Instagram. But those are the key things that I really wanted to talk about when it comes to creating a profitable product and service. The graduation systems, the pricing strategy, the brand positioning. So make sure you take a look at that and see where you are. This has been a super practical episode as has most of this month and, you know, what I normally share on the Brand Builders Lab podcast. But I really want you to start to become strategic in how you're looking at this. Once again, this is something that we go through in depth in Brand Builders Academy. So if you want me to help you to be able to really understand how to price and package, and I talk about packaging for value for your customers and packaging and pricing for profitability and freedom for you, 
then make sure you check out Brand Builders Academy, suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA. Come and join us. We've got our live coaching round starting very soon. I would love to see you in there. But this is the stuff that is going to make the biggest difference. If you don't want to be burnt out in your business, if you want to work with amazing clients who value and love what you do and are willing to pay you for it, then creating the right system strategies and structure to be able to scale your business is where it's at. Okay, so make sure you come and check us out and come and work with me in Brand Builders Academy and become part of our incredible community. But that is what I wanted to share with you today about creating profitable products and services. But that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.